Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker, and I have with me Jeff Oxford, the founder and SEO director of 180 Marketing, a marketing agency that specializes in providing results-oriented e-commerce SEO services. With over 10 years of SEO experience, Jeff has a proven track record of delivering positive ROI for his clients within one year of the contract. He is a pro at link building and has founded Link Hunter, a self-service email outreach platform that helps brands build powerful links effectively. Today joins us to discuss common link building challenges of e-commerce brands and brands that have inspired him with their link building approaches. I want to talk, so now that we've, we've kind of touched on your background, touched on, you know, link building, I really want to talk about link building specifically for e-commerce brands, mm-hmm. right? Because we've touched on it, I think we've kind of dabbled in it a little bit, but I really want to like drill down on that because anybody that has an e-commerce website could probably understands how difficult that is. And I'd like to shed some light on that for them. So um, let's explain why is link building so important for e-commerce websites? I mean, what is the, I mean, we, like I said, we've touched on it a little bit. What is the real reason? I mean, what's why do we why do was why should they even care? The real reason is because if you're in e-commerce, you're you're going up against big box retailers and other sites that have huge domain rating, huge authority. They've got so many backlinks, and like, kind of like what we mentioned before, is the number of links going to your website is one of the most important ranking factors. So all things considered equal, you're going to need more backlinks if you want to rank better and get more traffic. Um, especially for e-commerce sites. So, you know, again, you're, you're not going to have a higher domain rating than some of these big box retailers, but you can actually, that, and that's fine. You can still surpass them. You can still, you know, we rank Amazon all the time by just building more backlinks to the individual page to outweigh their strong overall authority. Cause they, they might have a page ranking that only has zero or one backlinks to it. If you can get five or 10 to your page, oftentimes you'll outrank them. So link building is all link building is one of the fastest ways to increase your rankings and traffic for e-commerce. I love it. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize. And, and I think you talking about it, you know, and we've said it a few times, I think it, it, it helps bring that home because yeah. it does, there is, a, there is an opportunity, right? I mean, if not, we, why would you be in e-commerce if there wasn't an opportunity to, to outrank, you know, Amazon and some other ones, right? You wouldn't have any mm-hmm. clients. So there are ways to do that. And that's to really, I call it the the analogy I always use, I call it the Care Bear Stare. If anybody ever remembers the Care Bears, of like where they, they have, but yeah, love it. Just still watch it today on Saturdays. Um, not really, but anyway, so, you know, where there, it's like you're putting all of your effort into one specific page, right? Where you're, you're putting all of your energy into one page to be able to outrank. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, some good things can happen there because you're, the thing is Amazon is, you know, they're obviously a, a giant and you're not going to beat them out on all the pages, but if you can pick the ones that, that don't have tons of backlinks to them. That makes sense, right? Now you can, there's, you can pick off these little ones and twos and maybe you can outrank yep. them and where some good things can happen, right? You need to figure out exactly what keywords you want to go after and, and you know, who you need to move out of the way and who's in, in the way. And it usually comes down to the backlinks after you look at, you know, domain authority and domain ranking and all that. So Shane, I, I want to go a little bit deeper on that note because you touched on yeah. something that's that's so important for e-commerce sites. You know, you have an e-commerce sites with you know hundreds or thousands or hundreds of thousands of pages determining which page to focus on with backlinks is a huge part of it because it, you know some people make the mistake if they go all in on just one page or a few pages and as a result you know you're putting all your eggs in one basket and if it's a really competitive keyword you're not going to get any benefit from it but kind of like what you started touching on is finding those um, those keywords where maybe the site who's ranking top three maybe they only have a few backlinks and maybe if you get more you can outrank them so taking a step back of like which pages are we going to build our backlinks to 
is really critical. And I, you know, I highly recommend kind of weighing out these two factors of one, how much search volume does the keyword have and how much traffic potential does it have, but also factor in how competitive it, how competitive is that keyword. So like you can use tools like SCMrush or href to see the keyword difficulty. Uh, you can look in the search results to see how many links are going to each page. And if you, if you know, the goal is to find keywords that have high search volume, but aren't too competitive and start there with your backlinks. I love that. I was going to ask you what tools, you know, HREVs and SCMrush obviously is, is awesome. And that's another thing you guys too, if you guys are want more information about um, SCMrush or anything like that, you can obviously on my website, we have a review that we did about SCMrush. Can I talk about the upsides and downsides to use in it? Um, but we've been using them for a long time. Same with HREVs. They've actually been a sponsor on the podcast. Um, so yeah, shout out to both those companies. Did phenomenal jobs and been building great softwares over there. Um, so what do you think, what are the what do you think the biggest challenges are for e-commerce website to get backlinks? Like, what do you think, you know, because obviously he just, well, probably just getting the backlink. That's the biggest challenge, but like, what do you think is like, what would be a pain point for them trying to get those backlinks? Like what, let's kind of shed yeah, some light no, on that. It's a really good question. Cause here's the thing. If you're doing outreach as an e-commerce website, all the more, if you're promoting a piece of content, if they go check out your content and they see that heavy e-commerce top nav that has like all the categories guaranteed at least 90% of the time they're going to ask for payment. That's, for that's sure. what you're going to run up against. Cause they, they know the end like, Oh, like you're a commercial website. Like you're not just some content blog. Like they're, they're going to, they're going to get ready to pay 500, get ready to pay $50 or a few hundred dollars for that link. So what we do with our clients, um, one way we get around that is we create a different template for the blog that has a very thin header. All it has is the logo, that's it. We don't have the usual uh, heavy e-commerce top nav on the blog because, and we found by taking that out, um, our response rates go up. Uh, we don't get asked for money as much. Another thing that's really good about it is, you know, kind of nerding out a bit on technical SEO. If you have multiple links on the same page, Google's only gonna crawl the first one. And that's gonna usually be in the top navigation. Um, a link in the top navigation won't have be as impactful as a link in the main body area because now you have a contextual link that's surrounded by words. Um, it's going to be more relevant. So you can out, this will also give you more control over your internal linking. So let's say you have a piece of content, you promote it, it gets you know a few dozen links. Now you can go back in and add in that content links to the, the pages that you really care about and kind of funnel that link juice where you want it. Mm, I love that. So you actually get in the backlinks first and then you go and change the content to have it spread the spread the joy around Spread the juice that's right like it spread the juice that should be the name that would be the name of the the, the session would be spread the juice, spread the juice. Um, that's awesome so who who in your opinion is doing a great job when it comes to uh e-commerce who's doing a great job when it comes to link building i mean other than the typical amazon you know i mean obviously they naturally get stuff but like is there anybody that you're like wow i really had no idea they were doing that kind of uh, kind of a job when it came to link building, you started seeing them more and more, maybe not a big player that anybody knew about, but you're like, God, that's kind of impressive. Yeah. So um, one website that comes to mind is tortugabackpacks.com. They sell these uh, really nice carry on backpacks. Like, you know, for those that are traveling or living the digital nomad life, um, they're really good for it. And the reason for that is they, their link building strategy was pretty much just content marketing, talking about travel and travel blogging is super competitive. So they they just like niche way down to like how to pack for a trip to Spain, how to uh, pack for a trip to here. They created like really good guides and resources. And just from doing this over time, they got a lot of natural links. So that's, you know, if someone's looking for like, just kind of show me a roadmap, show me what works, check out um, tortugabackpacks.com. 
I think, didn't they do a lot of stuff with like influencers and with like blogs and stuff? Cause I remember hearing, I don't know where it was, but I, I absolutely remember hearing about them and maybe it was a podcast I was listening to, maybe a travel podcast or something. Cause I was listening to those a lot. And there was definitely, I remember seeing they, they were having some like major sponsorships um, as well. I think that was probably part of their, their strategy as well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I remember hearing about it. Like when you said that, I was like, Oh, Tortuga, yeah, it totally rings a bell. Yeah. Um, you know, always trying to figure out how I can do that nomad life, especially now that we've got COVID, hopefully, hopefully everybody's getting vaccinated that we could start traveling again. So I will be, uh, I have to look into my Tortuga backpack that I don't have yet. Um, what about any advice? Do you have any advice for SEO marketers that are trying to get backlinks for e-commerce websites? Like what is, you know, especially in 2021, has anything changed? Like what, 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 what advice do you have for people? It's that my first tip would be, um, and this is kind of more focused on content marketing, but don't go, don't go after blogs. And this is going to, people are going to scratch their heads like, what the hell are you talking about? That's where, that's where the links come from. <laughs> Everyone's going after blogs right now. Um, and they're going to, they're going to charge you a fee. It's going to cost more. Go after the types of sites and pages where their sole purpose is to provide backlinks. So, you know, the example I gave before with um, our client who sells refurbished computers, we created this guide on uh, e-waste recycling, specifically knowing that a lot of uh, different cities and, and local governments have websites that will have recycling resources. So try to find those, um, and we call it like resource lists, or maybe you've seen it, it's those like uh, recommended resources, suggested links. Those pages are a goldmine for backlinks. They, their sole purpose is to link, link out. So the response rates are a lot better. The link, link rates a lot better. Going after blogs is so competitive. Everyone's trying to get links from blogs. So you'll probably have a lot more success just going after more of these like link list resource pages types of websites. I like it. That's absolutely a good one for sure. Yeah, I do agree. It's, you know, five years ago, it's like people say, oh, add this to your article. And I'm like, oh, it's not a bad idea. You know, and now it's just like, man, yeah. if I had a dollar for every one, I, I could just retire and move to the Philippines. I, I can buy I mean, a small little island. From, from, personal experience back in 2012, I remember this so well, we, you, we had a subscription to Cision, which is a big PR um, database. We would literally create like one mediocre infographic. We would just like type in a keyword for SEO to match it instantly find like 300 or 400 journalists and bloggers in the SEO space. We'd have one templated email that would just change their name and we blast this thing out. And if we get, every time we did this, we get dozens of links, like within a week, it was amazing. It, that does not work anymore. Everyone's kind of woken up to like content marketing. Everyone's pitching their content to every blog. It's way more competitive. If you're lucky enough for them to even read your email, they're probably going to gonna charge you for it. So it's uh, the landscape has changed. And mm -hmm. as, as it's gotten more competitive, you know, sure, there's still a lot of people that get a lot of links from blogs, but it's going to take a lot more work. And we've just had a lot more success and it's a lot easier just going for some of these more resource type pages. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, you got to think outside the box, right? Because that's the thing is that, you know, they always joke around or maybe they're not joking. They always say, you know, marketers mess everything up, right? So it's like once, <laughs> once a marketer talks about it, you know, yep. puts it on their blog and then everybody else goes and does it. And then all of a sudden, you know, I mean, if I had a I want to get a dollar for everybody on, on LinkedIn that has sent me things like, Hey, we can help you grow your agency. Or do you need more leads? And I'm like, man, you guys are all watching the same person. There's gotta be one guy out here that's selling this course. He's probably made a billion dollars. And cause it's like these, the templates that come over, which once again, you know, two years ago, maybe it was a different deal and maybe I would engage the conversation there, but I'm like, man, you guys are doing nothing out of the ordinary. This is like, oh, it's sure. just mind numbing 
the amount of stuff. I mean, I, you know, once again, either whether it be an email or LinkedIn, I, I, the minute I click somebody on LinkedIn, like I should have done that. And sure enough, they're like, Hey, and I'm like, Oh my God, what just happened? I knew the consequences of this and here I am. Damn it. Got to pay the price. That's what I get for accepting people into my LinkedIn life. You know, that's okay. That's right. So I wanted to, so this is it, man, this was awesome. I'll tell you, in regards to the e-commerce side of things, you definitely gave, there was some, you know, some, Things about SEO that I think some people knew about, but you definitely added some nuggets of things. Even I'll tell you, I'm, I'm pretty good at SEO myself. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I like that. <laughs> I kind of, you know, once again, not being in the e-commerce space, you know, that's your expertise. And that's obviously where you guys flourish. But for me, I was like, oh, that's an interesting way to think of things. You know, I always love, that's why really I started the podcast was so that I can have these kind of conversations with, you know, thought leaders and, and influencers in the space. And, you know, it's also a good way to connect with people as well. So I appreciate you taking the time today, but um, I wanted to, obviously, I know you like to travel and, you know, you've been to the Philippines and probably been all over. Um, I want to talk to you just a little bit on the personal side of things. Like if you could travel anywhere in the world for free, uh, where would that be? And where would you go? Ooh, with, uh, now minus with, with no COVID here. We got no sure COVID. All right. And that's like the whole world. Yeah. Okay. So I think, um, Two, two places come to mind. One is going to be Scotland because I think castles are badass. So I want to go mm. see some castles and then um, probably Japan because I love Japanese food and their culture just looks so fascinating. You know, it's crazy, man. I've had and Japan is on my radar, but not as much as I've had probably in the last probably 10 podcasts. I think I've had four people say Japan. <laughs> Seriously, like and because I would think in let's get nothing against the Japanese culture. Like, I mean, I love the food and the culture is amazing, but I guess there's just other countries that like come to mind for me uh, over Japan. And I'm, and so I'm like, Japan's like literally, I think went from like my top 25, I think it's like on my top like 12 now or something. Cause more people have said stuff about it. I'm like, maybe it needs to be on my radar a little more, you know, shout oh, out to yeah. my, my people in, in Japan. That's you know, right. Let's, Represent. That's it. That is it. That is it. So cool. All right. So we, I might move that to my top 10. I might we'll have to, I'll have to reevaluate nice. this, there, this weekend. Yeah. I'm careful. Don't threaten me with a good time. I'll go. I'll meet you in Japan in a hot second. Um, so what about this? Like, this is the other, uh, other fun question that we always kind of ask people, like if you could have a superpower, what would your superpower be? Oh, it's a lot. Uh, I know I gotta you... rewatch those Avenger movies to get some more ideas. Um, I know you didn't know you're gonna have to take notes. Huh? It would have been way beneficial right now. she'd have been like, okay, I'm just ready for this. I think, um, the ability to like pause time where like times, like it just stops and I can like do like do stuff. Cause I, I don't know if you have those days where it's just like, you know, you're, you're so, there's so much you want to do, but you're just like, you get so busy and whether it's like, like we're going to stop and just like, I'm going to read this book. I've been wanting to get and then resume. Okay. Let me go take that client meeting next or take, take those emails. Just be able to like pause and play time would be dope. That would be nice. That would be nice. Cause there are, if I had, you know, I think about the podcast that I wanted to listen to, or, you know, a book that I wanted to read. And, you know, I mean, it is really comes down to like trying to figure out the, you know, your, the vision of your time and blocking yep. out stuff. But I, I think the pause thing would be nice. Cause then you're like, I'm just going to take an hour. And well, how are you going to do that? Because go, you've go got meetings. Bike yeah. Ride yeah. Yeah. See, now we're talking. You deserve some Shane time. You've been working That's, hard. I am worth it. Absolutely worth it. Um, I like that shame time. I'm going to, I'm going to start using them and tell my wife, I need some shame time. She's going to be like, <laughs> no, you need some honeydew time and get on that list. How about that's that? Right. That's what I need you to do. Start planning my um, trip to Japan. <laughs> that's it. Exactly. I got, I got a new best friend. So we're moving to Japan together and we're going to obviously go out there and eat a lot of Japanese food that's because right. that's what we would do. Um, so tell me a little bit about any, 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 what's your favorite like books or podcasts? Is there anything that you've 
that you listen to, you know, religiously or, you know, something that's changed your career path or, you know, you on a personal level, is there anything fun? Give, give me some good stuff. Uh, for, I mean, for our work week is had leaps and bounds, the most impact on like my life trajectory kind of like keeps you fo- focused on, on the prize and what, what it's all going towards. So for our work week is, is going to be number one. And there's no like real podcasts. I like actively religiously subscribe to. I, I love watching like Joe Rogan clips on, on YouTube of like fascinating speakers. It's a great way to just get like a, a, a taste of a whole bunch of different parts of, of society and life. So yeah. that's probably the only one I, I watch consistently. Good old Joe Rogan. So I'll tell you, man, I, it, it, it does break my heart that I've never had anybody say my podcast. And I just want to, and I have to add you to that category. I thought for sure. I mean, listen, I've got, I've got my mom and my aunt that are yep. listeners, right? We kind of talked about that. And I just, I just trying to get some of the people that I interview, if I can well, get them well, to listen. Shane, it's already implied. You, you know, people don't have to tell you. It's just the fact that they're coming on. They're coming on for a there, reason. Okay. There we go. Now we're, now we're back up to pace. Cause I, then I was like, God, I just, I'm trying not to take this personally. And maybe in the future, I'll tell people like, listen, this is who you want to say, like say Shane's podcast, because it'll help him, you know, overall for stability reasons. It's okay. It's okay. I, I don't <laughs> take it personal. And, and I'm, I'm going to just keep pushing on and keep interviewing people until I become like the Japan, when everybody says the places they want to visit for yeah. podcasts. And yeah, I'll be that. And I'm, I don't even know who Joe Rogan is. I'm going to go look him up. I've heard something about his podcast. I guess it's pretty good. Be, or something. I, like I that. feel like he'll come on your podcast before you go on, on his. Yeah. Probably because he's, I think, actually, I think he's emailed me a few times and I'm like, listen here, Joe. <laughs> okay. Wait I got a turn. lot going on. Yeah. Don't you <laughs> listen here. We'll come to you, buddy. Okay. Don't you come <laughs> knocking on my door, getting all desperate and stuff, trying to get on Shane's podcast. You know, I've got a lot of stuff I do too. I, I like the UFC. I'm a comedian. I not really, but I sometimes am funny. I mean, I've never heard of the guy, but I'm just saying, I'm sure that's what sounds yeah, like the yeah. stuff that he would do typical meathead with a shaved head. You know what do you expect? Yeah. What do you, what do you expect? Except that Joe Rogan is like 19 different things. Amazing. I, I don't even understand <laughs> how that guy, not to mention he smokes weed too. So he's like, I smoke weed in between the all 48 different things that I do that I excel at. Keeps him calm. That's it. Shout out to Mr. Rogan, Mr. Rogan. I'll get back to you soon, Joe. Let's, you know, and I'll get you on the podcast. If you keep begging me, obviously. Um, so cool, Jeff. Good interview, buddy. This was fun. I knew this was going to be fun. I told you that right in the first 30 seconds when we were kind of being a little bit of a smart aleck. And I thought, this is going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one, folks. So if anybody needs to get in contact or wants to get in contact with you, Jeff, how, tell us about, give us some, some details, you individually, and then tell us about the websites. Yeah, uh, you can just shoot me an email at jeff at 180marketing.com. It's just 180marketing.com. Um, and then as far as the websites, if you um want need help with your your link building or your seo or just get more rankings traffic and revenue to your e-commerce site you can go to 180marketing.com or if you're feeling brave and you want to try to do it yourself check out linkhunter.com yeah there we go so look at that all kinds of options a do-it-yourself or people can go to your website get some knowledge and for the people that really want to knock it out of the park and have a nice little budget looking to go beat out the big dogs like amazon target target i said that just to see your just to see your reaction to that (laughs) um cool man hey jeff thanks for taking the time today buddy and doing this interview with us today we do appreciate your expertise bringing it to the podcast and knocking it out of the park and we'll definitely be keeping in touch awesome thanks for having me shane this was fun thanks bud talk soon bye before i sign off i wanted to take a minute to talk to my listeners Now that you know how important link building is to your brand and ranking, I bet you were thinking about other ways to build powerful backlinks. 
And that's where my expert team at Shane Barker Consulting can help you. We offer end-to-end digital marketing services, including content marketing, SEO, online PR, and influencer marketing. Feel free to reach out to us if you need help with any of those things. For more information, you can check out our website at shanebarker.com. That's S-H-A-N-E-B-A-R-K-E-R.com. And until we meet again, keep hustling and be safe. Thanks, Jeff. It's been a fun conversation with you. I'm sure listeners learned a lot about e-commerce SEO and link building from you. For our listeners, thanks for being a part of this conversation. On the next episode, I host another industry expert. So stay tuned to the Marketing Growth Podcast. Podcast.